It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And even more exciting on the show today is when we get to bring in someone I know very well. Ian Steele, my old Emerson College alum, is making his UCSS debut to talk about one of the Guardians' top players they drafted in the draft, Alex Clemmy out of Rhode Island. What's up, Ian? How you doing, man? Mike Lucas, great to be back on with you, man. It's been a while. I think the last time I saw you was about five or six years ago in the Tri-Cities. We got some good German food, whatever that was, wherever you took me. Uh, That was a great time. That was a great time, but great to see you doing so well. And uh, you mentioned the golf tournament that was just going on or that's about to be going on. Uh, I saw Billy Andre throughout the first pitch at the Guardians game couple days ago he's a Rhode Island guy as well so he's trying to spread the word about that so there's always a Rhode Island connection despite it being the smallest state in the land uh it's funny you you guys probably say that about Cleveland as well but it always seems like there's a Rhode Island connection with everything that we do Ian Mike is a babbling about Emerson College every eight seconds here uh and he he makes it seem like he like he should have been the starting point guard for Kansas or Duke, the way he talks. Is he, is he that good a player or no? What, what say you? I, I think, well, what, first of all, Emerson basketball is kind of running the NBA right now. So watch out because Mike Lucas might be uh, signing and trading your favorite player in a few years if he wants to. But one thing I know about Mike Lucas, he goes down in history as maybe the only Emerson Lions basketball player to make more three-pointers then two pointers in his career. My guy really? was a straight shooter. Big fat. That. that is Big an unusual facts. stat. Sniper, huh? Is, <laughs> did he have a high percentage Absolutely. or was he, was he a chucker? You could be honest, Ian. I didn't play a lot, so the numbers <laughs> very low. Uh, no, we'll say we'll say high percentage and a chucker. You know, when he got in, you shoot your shot. That's what you got to do, and that's what Mike Lucas did on some really good teams. I remember they upset like the the number one team in Division Three Amherst back in the day. We were broadcasting the game. So Mike Lucas, big leader on those on those Emerson teams. Yeah, I I called a game at Amherst once. That gym is uh, that's a tough gym to play at. They came here that year. But yeah, that gym sucked. Yeah, that was at it was at Emerson. So we were we were underground at Piano Row uh, with two rows, two rows of uh, students watching Mike do his thing. All right, did we lose Ian? No, he's still there. He's, just, he's driving. Uh, Ian, we did bring you on, though, because this week the yeah. Guardians drafted your guy, Alex Clemmy, in the second round. Right. Out of Bishop Hendrickson High School, the 6'6 lefty who throws high 90s. He was committed to Vanderbilt but said he's going to sign with the Guardians. What can you tell us about Alex Clemmy? As we get through a little connection issues. Yeah, you mentioned 6'6". Uh, you got me? Sorry about All right, we got you back in. You're good. Sorry. Sure. Yeah, Yeah. no. Uh, he's 6'6". Feels like he's been 6'6 since his freshman, sophomore year. Uh, big, strong, left-handed pitcher. He tops out at 98. He's consistently in the mid-90s. He throws a breaking ball, uh, kind of a slider, change-up, slurve type of thing. Or, excuse me, he's working on his change-up. So it was a curveball slash slider slurve type of deal. Uh, we went to pretty much every one of his starts that we could get to at ABC6 at my station just because we knew this kid was going to go day one. He was projected early on as a potentially a first-round pick. Uh, fell a little bit on draft night to the end of the second round going 58 overall. But the raw stuff is clearly there with Clemming. And he looks like – I mean, he looks like a decent-sized kid. You know, we always worry – with the pitchers, when uh, Tristan McKenzie here, for example, had injury issues, he's really super thin. I mean, just watching that video, it looks like, you know, for a high schooler, he looks fairly put together, pretty, con- uh, you know, somewhat broad in the upper body, which is important for a pitcher. But he still probably has some room to grow there, I would think. What, what do you think of his physical makeup there, Ian? Yeah, for sure. Uh, he's put on some muscle in this past year, as high school kids do. I remember we went out 
to do a feature story on a team that he was playing. And then all of a sudden, this guy shows up onto the scene and is mowing guys down. Um, and at that point, he was, you know, tall, skinny, lanky, kind of a Chris Sale type. But this past year, he's put on a lot of muscle. He's been in the gym consistently. And he still does have some room to grow for sure. Maybe in his bottom half, uh, yeah. he's, you know, got the tall, skinny legs. But uh, he's definitely put on muscle so far. And to mm. be fair, he just turned 18 years old. I think the day after the draft. So Cleveland wow. drafted a 17-year-old kid, and he's still got a few years of, of growing in him. And by the time they're done with their sorcery, he'll be throwing 114 miles an hour. Yeah, probably. The way that Cleveland handles their pitchers. Was it always known that he was going to forego college? You know, we knew he was a Vanderbilt commit, but there are some guys who make it clear they're going to college, and there's other guys who are like, yeah, but I'm really open to going to the MLB. It wasn't a sure thing. We talked to him the day after the draft, and it seemed like he didn't make his decision at that point. He was going back and forth, going to Vanderbilt. Obviously, you guys know Vanderbilt's a college baseball powerhouse. He goes there for three years and comes back out. Maybe he is the first-round pick that he was once projected to go as. So it came down. It was a 24-hour, maybe 72-hour, 48-hour decision for him. And then the day after we talked to him, he announced that he was going to sign. So it wasn't a slam dunk, especially after he went late second. We were thinking, you know, is he going to go back and maybe get his grade back up to a first-round grade? Uh, but in the end, he, he made the decision the other day, and he's certainly signing uh, his slots around 1.4 mil. Ian, you know, Jason alluded to the Guardians' elite ability, as, you know, along with Tampa Bay as much as anybody, their ability to draft and develop pitchers. I wonder if that factored in for him at all in his decision. I mean, they, they turn all their good pitchers into better pitchers without any exceptions, really. For sure. I just heard you guys go down the list of the grades for this past, this current Cleveland Guardians team. And, you know, Bieber, a Cleveland guy, you go down the list, you know, drafted, developed, and now they're in the big leagues. And I think the relationship with Clemmy and the Guardians was there from the get-go. They interviewed him right away. He was open and honest with them about what he thinks his upside can be. And I think they aligned in, in that sense. And, and he knows that Cleveland has a track record of developing pitchers into all-stars, into big league players within their own system. And they don't give them away if they have a, a highly prized prospect in trades and things like that. So he knows that the homegrown system is something that he can use to his advantage to eventually get to the big leagues. I'm sure it played a factor. You know, you can go to one uh, baseball development system in Vanderbilt, or you can get paid and get developed at the same time. So that's what, that's what uh, he's going to do. You know, Bull laughs and jokes Ian about, uh, about these dudes who, you know, say we got, we love our prospects. We just we just gotta right. wait till 2036 to, to see him. Um, yeah. Which one of these guys? And this is impossible to do. Which one of these guys? If you had to stake your claim or, or your name, the name to fame on, who who? Which one of these guys will we see quickest, or we'll see you know the fastest? Is it a pitcher? Is it one of the one of the power hitters? Who who are we going to see in uh, Cleveland first? I think in general, you can always look at the draft board and say college bats or college arms are going to rise up quickest. And Clemmy, who's a 17-year-old, now 18-year-old high school pitcher, might take a little bit of time. You know, Clemmy, there's some questions about whether he's going to continue to be a starter, which he was in high school, or if he's going to end up in the bullpen and just throw gas out of there. He's consistently thrown, you know, like I said, in the mid-90s and he taps out at around 98 on his fastball. He's got to work on his third pitch, and then he'll see where he lands on the roster once he gets to the pros. But as of now, you know, Clemmy might take a little bit of time just so Cleveland can figure out what they want to do with him. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Ian, we appreciate the time, man. We'll be keeping an eye on this kid as well as the other Guardians draft picks that they're all obsessed with. We love it. Thank you, Ian. We appreciate the time, man. Thanks, Ian. Thank you, guys. Anytime. All right, if you got any bad stories to tell about Mike, uh, save them up for a special show we're going to do where we rip him for an entire two hours. Well, <laughs> I want to know why you guys call him McNuggets, because he used to call me Bacon, so now we're both delicious. Uh, <laughs> Fair. It, why did it, you, you know, call him Bacon? Uh, you know, Mike? so listen, Ian, they call me McNuggets because on literally the third, I think the third show, we had Joe Thomas on, Hall of Fame left tackle, and he called me McNuggets. Oh, yeah. And once Joe Thomas calls you something, it sticks. Yeah. I still don't know why I ever started calling Ian Bacon. I just did. I was like, that sounds cool. You're Bacon from now on. And I just called him Bacon. So, and no one else did besides me. It never stuck. So back in the back in the day, we used to do like a – it was called WEBN Sports. It was like our weekly sports center show. And there was a song that we put under the highlights called Iron Bacon. Oh, and yeah. I think it kind of stemmed from that Iron Bacon – my last name is Steel. Steel Iron Bacon is what I remember you trying to work on that with me. So if you guys go to break and come back with Iron Bacon, you got a viewer for life. <laughs> Are you related to Justin Steele, Cubs pitcher? I am not. I am not. Not that I know but of. Wait, Maybe somewhere Ian, down the line. Do you remember but... Libby Murphy from Emerson? She's married to Justin Steele. I do. She has two kids with Justin Steele. Oh, really? That's yes. crazy. <laughs> And Justin Steele pitched That's against Cal Quantrill wild. the other day. Cal Quantrill's married to Easton Ashby, Emerson College, women's basketball player. We had an Emerson husband. Look at this. Cleveland Guardian, Chicago Cubs pitching matchup the other day. Water. This guy's That's amazing, amazing, bro. This, good good work. Guy. Small school at the corner of Boylston and Tremont. You never know what you're going to get. Awesome. Ian Bacon, thanks, thanks Ian. again, man. We will uh, we'll chat soon. Anytime, right, guys. Thanks for thanks, having me. All right, Mike. Look who we have in studio. Oh, we seen him forever. OG's back in the building. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Brad just got a tan down in Vegas. Yeah, Brad, in how, Vegas. how were you in Vegas the whole time? No, I was in Vegas for they had a retired player association meeting in Vegas. Oh. It coincided. Oh, that's right. The, I saw a picture yeah, of yeah. you. Who were you with in that picture? Uh, you probably took a million pictures. Yeah, a million. But a couple was, of your former teammates. Oh, that was Elson Turner and Charles Davis played with me in Chicago. I mean, I saw a bunch of guys. David McDaniel, I played with. Mm-hmm. Sam Perkins, Deadlift Shrimp. I mean, Michael Adams, uh, David Thompson. I saw David Thompson. Oh, wow. Wow. High flyer. Yes, David Thompson was like 6'2". <laughs> I was like, High flyer. I thought you were taller. Yeah, that was a picture. <laughs> oh, there yeah. you go, Charles. Yeah. No, oh, that's the message to the rest of them. Like, oh, God, I see what you're saying. We'll see you next year. We did not see Charles Oakley. No. <laughs> I was like, ooh, is there any good Scotty Pippen stories? Uh, like, um, hey, 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 listen, we just, we, we, we were, well, he, he, OG we, said we, we working we're, behind we're, the scenes we're try, right now. We're trying to do some healing. <laughs> now, Brad, some come healing, together. Get come some, together. Healing, <laughs> some healing. <laughs> Brad, we, we got to get into this because I want to know where you stand. G and Earl. Oh, God. First of all, <laughs> Summer League always meant nothing. Yeah. Like, it, it has its value. But, like, we never evaluated it as if it was meaningful in any way because True. it doesn't mean – it means nothing to, towards what happens in the NBA. However, both G and Earl think um, um, Amadi Bates, based on Summer League, is going to be the next superstar. You never said that. I, I, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> You're exaggerating. But it sounds better. Not by much. Not, <laughs> by much. Not by much. But I will Especially tell you. in your case. Uh, the guy was drafted where he was drafted for a reason. Doesn't right. mean he can't be a – a player, but what are the odds, A, that he's a, any kind of factor this year, and are they going over the top, or, or are you as excited about him also? Well, I, 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 let me let me preface this by yeah. saying this. You know, you had a late second-round selection. Yeah. Chance of you striking gold there, slim. Right. Slim, right. right? So, I, 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 I give him kudos for taking an attempt. 
Sure. Now this kid's got some baggage, right? Now I'm not just saying. I was with some people at the at from uh, the player association mm-hmm. from Eastern Michigan and, and from the Detroit area. He got some baggage, right? Mm-hmm. But they tell me if somebody can harness and he ain't never been harnessed, right? If he can conform, maybe, right? Now I will tell you what I saw out there the first day. What do you have, Jay? Fourteen took like nineteen. Took shots. more shots than like, passes. Nineteen shots, no assists. Yeah. I, the first thing I said, "Oh, this is not gonna work. This is not gonna work. Mm-mm. You can't play like this." Yeah. Now yeah. the second day, when they played mm-hmm. Memphis, much better. Mm-hmm. Under control, looked to make some pass. Wasn't trying to do everything, mm-hmm. right? This is a long shot. This is here. We're not talk, walking to talk about a, a top five ball player, right? Yeah. Not top five selection. This is going to be a person that is has to be mined. Mm-hmm. We don't know where this is going to go. Right. Right. Now I would just tell you the people in from Michigan that where he's from, saying, you know, he only a lot of molding. Yeah. A lot of molding. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're just giving it to me. These are people I know and play. Right. They're like they give it to me straight. straight like he's going to mm-hmm. be. He said yeah. he because he has never been. He's never right. been molded. Right. And now you're going to find out what you got. See, because for him, Jay, this is where he is. If you don't get here, you, where are you going? Where are you going? Right. Where are you going? You're going to Europe. Wouldn't, <laughs> Maybe. I, yeah. My concern, Brad, is <laughs> Poland. Like, you almost feel like if this kid would have ended up in San Antonio or Miami, an organization that has a history of really developing long shots, that maybe it would have been better. The Cavs don't really have that. I don't know. Do you think they're the right organization to, well, to handle all his stuff? Well, I, I, I tell you this. They, they have uh, the people they have on the team are good core people. Right. That's true. You don't have no wild cards running That's around true, here, yeah. right? Now you can only hope some of that rubs off on, um, on a young player. Mm-hmm. Now I was fortunate coming up. I was reminded of this at the at the meeting, Jason. Bill Cartwright. Everybody knows Bill Cartwright. Yeah. You know when he got to Chicago, we traded him to Chicago. He gets to Chicago, takes me under his wing. You know what he says to me? He said, "Let me tell you something. In this world, you're going to be told." No, a thousand times, or something that you couldn't do right a thousand times. Mm-hmm. And then what he said with that is followed up with that. He said, "But those people have to be ignored." And I've never forgotten that. Now, so you think about that when you go through life, mm-hmm. right? Because there's a thousand people out there saying this kid is not going to do a thing, right? Now it's up to him. Is he going to conform? Because yep. if you conform, Jason will tell you, G knows. We have a need. We were playing, and this is nothing against Isaac Coral. We were playing four on five. Get to it. That's just, I'm keeping 100 with Get you. Get to it. We can't play in a playoff like that. I can play an 82 game season like that, but I can't play in a playoff game like that. Yep. We're playing four. So they have a need for a person that can be a dynamic threat, right? And that's what the exciting that's, part is. That's what, and what I saw the second game in Memphis, right? Did you see that second game in Memphis? Did you see the game in Memphis? I was on the plane. I right, seen home. that, yeah. So, so the second game in Memphis, I said, I'm sitting, I'm sitting baseline courtside, right? Kobe, Kobe's over there. Mm-hmm. Darius Garland, Mobley, Whole Donovan spot. Mitchell, they're all right Whole here, team. right? I'm like from here to the TV. That's uh, that far I was away. And I'm sitting there like this. Uh, Eddie, Ed, Ed Pinkney's behind me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here well, like. You were sitting with Ed Pinkney? Yeah. Ed, Ed That's Pink- my guy. <laughs> so Ed That's was behind guy. me. And I'm sitting here and I'm like this. Hmm. I lean back to Ed. Hmm. He said the same thing. Like, Who hmm. been in his ear? Because hmm. the gameplay was different. Yeah, it was different. Yeah, well. He got he got uh, uh, he, he got eviscerated <laughs> after that first. Like he gave, I watched that, I was like, "No, this like, is not this is not Eastern <laughs> Michigan. Hey, We're not doing he, that." He came back out that neck, that last game in Memphis, two on one break. I said, "He pulling up." No, no, I, no. I, he I, did I, like I, this. He dropping said, it off. I said, "Okay." I like, "Okay." I said, oh, "Listen, I want to see you get to the rim." A couple times he had to step out. I'm gonna get it to the rim. It wasn't. It wasn't wild. It wasn't. It wasn't playground. Right. It right. wasn't that. So now, we, we will see what he where the, NBA the odds are that yeah. it doesn't work out. <laughs> That's what right. the odds are, right? Yeah. But he has a chance to rewrite that. He has some talent. We don't know how much talent he is. But okay. as a rookie, there should be zero expectation, Well, right? I, I, I would say zero expectation because just where, where your career went in college because yeah. you went from the cover of Sports Illustrated, right? To the MAC. To Eastern Michigan. Yeah. 
And they said he had a chance to go to Michigan when he left Memphis. Mm -hmm. And they told me the Michigan boys told me he was talking crazy in Michigan. Yeah. Oh no, no, he was talking. He was talking reckless. To, he was talking reckless to the Michigan boys. Yeah, no, I didn't talk about the game. No, 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 I, I, outside. They're they trying to get when they were recruiting him to come back to Michigan. Yeah. He was like, oh no, they were like, oh no, we're yeah, not yeah, touching yeah. that. I, I'll say this, man. I, and I tell people all the time like this, man. The reason I talk from this level here is because these long shots be happening. I'm sitting here as a long shot. I'm on a panel with people that do it for a living. Y'all been doing this 12 years, writing, doing everything. I got in this game when I was 30 plus. And I came in here two feet strong and sit amongst giants. And you know why that is? Because you can't tell me nothing. Because you, get, you it's all about how you're going to work. You let me get on the set, I'm going to grind. You let me get in the game, it's a wrap. Because guess what? When you sleep, I ain't got no kids yet. Guess what I'm doing? I'm right. I'm on, I'm on these sticks on this internet. When you doing that, I'm over here. When you vacationing, see, I was poor. We, I ain't go no vacation. I, my vacation was I'm going to be on this internet doing these videos. At the end of the day, it's something to be said for a person yeah. that, that come from something and ain't come from nothing. Right. Now, if I can sit up here and watch the, all the little baseball, we talk about these guys. We know high school kids. Hey, I, the little left-hand pitcher, he's 17. He got a shot right now. At the end of the day, Imani Bates got that same opportunity. Two things. What you going to do with it? Two things. Number one, I don't think it's a good comparison only because you've always had a great work ethic. Oh, not all the time. Not all the time. You haven't? No. There's you not all the time. a hard worker as a I, player? I told, no, no, no. I told, I told Earl. He, when they said Imani Bates lost his love for the game, I said I lost my love for the game every other weekend all year. Mm. Every other week. Well, and you know as why? As long as I've known you, you've always had a great but, but, but here's the thing. But you're older than he no, is. No, 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 no. When you get to a certain point and, and you, you're looking at your life and, and you're working certain dead-end jobs and you look and you say, listen, if, I've always been skilled. I've always been smart. I've always been intelligent. But have I always projected and gave everything that I had at yeah. something? Yeah. No, that hasn't well, been the case. And, and will, will he do that? And also, I just think, we can't like Don't this is not the NBA. This is summer league. That's a huge. <laughs> so let's let's, 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 let's go that because I want to hear from yeah. Jason, but I will tell you this. I did walk through the halls at the Thomas and Mac, right? Mm -hmm. That's sort of UNLV's home court, right? And I was like this. Wow, the summer league has changed. Oh, yeah. Is they, it the first time you've been I, back in a while? I said yes. I said, <coughs> oh, they, they, they're packaging it now. Yes. It's, you're Market making it. think you're making people think this is real basketball. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I said they're, they're selling programs for ten dollars. Nobody, we don't even know who these people yeah. are. And it's deep. And it's deep. Look, I said the whole team here. Now they were playing in the Raider UNL. There are two gyms, the UNLV gym, right? Big seventeen thousand seat arena. They might have three, four thousand people in there, maybe. Right? Yeah. For most of them. Yeah. And Wimby's a, a sellout. Except for Wimby. Right. People were ripping him after one summer league game. I mean, uh, yeah. So the second dumb. game, he gave him something to yeah. think about, too. Right? So that kid's going to be okay. Yeah. Right? Yes, he is. He's going to be fine. Once he get, once he gets the cadence in. So then I, the Cavs were playing in the smaller gym. Now I walked in there. I'm going to tell you what it was. It was electric in there. Because the crowd was 3,000 people. It was packed. Yeah. It was electric. You know, Sam Merrill was lighting things up. Sam Merrill was playing well. Monty Bates was playing well. Even Mobley brother was Mobley, playing. Brother was playing him, I said, well. Where'd you get that handle? I said it to Cassidy. Let me find out Isaiah look, Mobley look, handle better he, than his brother. He, then, then, no. then you saw Kenny Lofton Jr. trying to go to work too. <laughs> so you, so you had some real that. people yeah. in the game, right? So the thing about it, I said it's packaged, and so that. Is what sells. I mean, I mean, there are people in the middle of the day at this thing. Now that thing yeah. used to be in L.A. At, at well, I forgot what little college was over there we were playing at. I said this thing is packaged now. Yeah, and it, Orlando does a summer league. It's not that big of a deal. Utah does a summer league. Vegas is the one that they really build up. Yeah. Uh, the agent Warren Legary is the one who's. Is Warren that, doing that? Yeah, Warren runs Vegas. Does he? Yes, he's the one that made it into what it is. He was. He's an agent for a amazing. number. He's an agent for a number of coaches. He's yeah. a big. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to be a lot of players. Yeah, <laughs> and I, yeah, Jason. I think that goes into why people react to it more than they should. It's Vegas. Well, it's right. Vegas. Yeah, right. It's Vegas. Yeah, yeah. So it's a big deal. It's Vegas. I mean, they do it right now. Yeah. You saw that glow, the sphere, that uh, 
that uh, James Dolan built from the Knicks, the owner of the Knicks. I built. didn't see it. I was oh, only man, there for like this two thing, days. This thing, so oh, the, globe, the basketball globe? Yeah, a, yeah, it's, it's, it's an arena. Yeah, it it's is, arena, it's, but it's lit up. But but the graphics on the outside changed anything. I was crazy. Yeah, I mean this is crazy. He said since he built that, the, the the MSG stock went up thirty one percent. That's crazy. I said this is crazy. Should have put your money in. I that. mean I've made my stance on Amani clear. My head hurts talking about Amani Bates so much. I think this yeah. is nuts. I'm not going <laughs> to cap a guy. Yeah. At nineteen and tell you what his potential is, no. but I'm telling you right now for this year. To have any sort of expectation on him is insane. No, you He's going to be in the G League this, all year. This, this, is a long, this is a long shot, but I, yeah. I, but I'll tell you what, there's a need. The Cavs didn't have a need. Oh, Wing's the most important position right. in the game. Well, here, you got you got two killers out front. Yeah. You need a threat at the three. Right, but Just, to, your, to your point, Brad, they have a need. If they had a chance to fill that need, they're not going to let a money drafting of a money bait stand. Well, here's way. the problem here. This is not this is not LA or New York. They don't have unlimited budgets here, well, right? Agreed. You, but you, if there was an opportunity, and they I would still fill I, it. I, I think it was this and I said I was brilliant because I would have done it because I'm not going broke in this thing. I'm not. Don't bring me no yeah, luxury. There's no risk. Well, right? well, here, and here's the thing. I, I, if I believe in what I have, right? In my core four, right? Jared Donovan Darius, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Allen, right? I mean, and Mobley, right? Yeah. So I believe my core four. Now I didn't like the way it finished up last year at all, but I got to run it back. Don't panic, right? Denver's taught you should have taught you something. They had a chance a while ago to break up off of that. They said no. We're gonna try to supplant it with uh, and, and supplement it with some other things. And Denver right? taught you something too. Right. They drafted Patience. a kid with a bad back and said, "Let me see what he got." Let's just hold on for a second. Let me look now at because it. if it doesn't in, in thirty or four, because there are a lot of people I think that you know if it, if it doesn't work in forty games, I'm not burned because I still have assets. I can go get me some people. I can break off one of those core. Well, they're gonna trade Donovan Mitchell next all, year if and give, it doesn't work. And, and give me some, and give me some assets. Man. All I'm, all I'm saying, and my slogan for the new year is this: I gave you your core four, but we ain't going no more. I gave you Jared Allen. It's part of your throw your four in there. Yeah. But the rest of these dudes, y'all co-signing, Dean Ways of the world? No, 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 no. You can't tell me Amadi Bates ain't got the same kind of upside as Dean Wade. All these guys, the the, the Jetties of the world, the Lamar Stevens of the world. Or the Rob Robin and Brooke Lopez is that these guys gave you zip zero stingy with De Niro. Right now, is he gonna do something this year? Probably know. not. But that skill set is undeniable. What? If you if, and, and you know what I know he can't do. What? He can play dead at the funeral. Yeah, he can play dead at the funeral. So I'm gonna tell you this. Yeah. I will say this though. Boy, he has to do this. He has to conform. Mm-hmm. You are not the dude on Sports Illustrated anymore. That's over. No, that that's dude's right. gone. Now you have to humble yourself, right? And then you have to be the person. Jason knows this. You have to be the person to get to the gym early, it stays mm-hmm. extra during the workouts, doing the extra mile, the extra grind. I don't care if it's in right. the G. I don't care if it's on a two way. I don't care if it's in this league, right? And you don't look look no further than Kenny Lofton. What he had to do to work yeah. himself back into this, right? That's what you have to be now. But if you come yeah. here thinking that you, I'm Man. that, I'm that yeah. guy. Nah, you're out of luck. They, <laughs> You'll be out of luck. They, and they don't have a lot invested in him. There, he doesn't no. have a lot of time. Like no. they tried this with Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah, and they gave up, and it didn't work, and they sent him to Houston. Right. Amani Bates has less time than Kevin Porter That's Jr. That's right. Did. What did Booby Gibson say? I'm gonna just check. Booby said something earlier today. I didn't know he said something on the internet. He said he was working with him. He said he'd be putting the work in. I don't know. Maybe it was uh, on Instagram. They're he all said gonna say. Well, that. let's. I, I'm the, just. I'm just saying. Let's a, talk about the real players they've had. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're not gonna be dismissive like that. We're not but gonna. But we do that. talked about no, Amani no, no, Bates hold on, hold on, way more than any second But you talk. Listen. The thing is. If you're not gonna watch the brother play, and you ain't I seen the play. It, no, 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 no. If you're I not gonna watch it, no. Let's not, let's not be dismissive. I just sat up here and talked about Miles Straw all damn day. Now let's be clear. <laughs> and Miles Straw, and Mar- he, So we spent a whole damn hour on Miles Straw, we and we we, we we got a dude on. See, this is the thing I'm talking about. In this, this was why people in the streets got a street level problem. You guys big up these these mediocre guys. Talk about him for an hour. You done gave doggone. Now, C's 
This dude, we've talked about Imani Bates for two friggin' weeks. We've talked about Imani Bates more than the Spurs and the Heat and the Thunder and the Jazz spent time. So, so hold on. And so when when that's not act like Jokic, ain't you tell me what we learned about the Nuggets? He's a second round pick, and guess what? The Nuggets got him, and they paid dividends. So don't poo-poo second-round picks. So hold like on, it hold don't on. G, G, let me jump. Let me jump. Generally, they don't. It's what I'm Jokic. saying. It yeah. took Jokic three years. And, yeah. Okay. And, and, gee, we've talked about okay. stuff for two okay. years. Okay. But don't be else just talking about second-round picks. Don't be dismissive talking about who's going to help out. What are we doing? This is what I'm missing. He ain't doing anything I will say this. You dismissive of the game, bro. Can I say this? Yeah. I think it was a great shot in the dark, right? We'll see what happens. It's a long road ahead. I was reminded I was sitting at the table on the last day at the player meeting, right? Mm -hmm. I've been waiting for this meeting because they said they'd be cutting up at this meeting, right? So I said, let me go to this meeting. And I'm sitting at the table with me, Nelson Turner, Kevin Networks. Remember Michael Adams? Oh, yeah. So Mike Adams there. He said, Brad, you know, I was a third round pick, late third round pick. That's what I was. So there's a, there's room here. Of course, there's a draft that was no one is There's room. I don't think anybody's saying no, that say, he couldn't possibly. No, I'm not saying. I'm, say, I'm saying here. I'm not. I'm not crowning him the yeah. end all to be all here. I'm saying you have a shot. The right Heat now. went to the finals with Struess and Vincent, yeah. right? Undrafted guys. Of was, course, my yes, point, it happens my every point year. is. So we're going to see what Again, what this turns it, out to be. It's possible he becomes something in 2027. We talked about him. Here. We've but, talked about him more than no, any individual no, no, player in the for the last two weeks. No, you said let's talk yeah. about the people that actually mean something. Yes, because he doesn't mean anything for this year. But, but you don't know. This is what I'm we talking don't, about. Don't. You don't know that. Who's more likely to mean something to the Cavs, Max oh. Struess or Amani Bates? So, so yeah. let me ask you. Let yeah. me ask you this question. What yeah. mean? What mean something? You saying he ain't doing something, or Booby Gibson at work with him saying he ain't doing so? What mean more? Is Booby Gibson saying he's going to play a lot? Booby Gibson is telling you yeah. what the man's skill set is, and Kobe, he's telling you what and it Kobe is. Altman told you we're going to take our time and, with him. There's no pressure. But, but that's, that's code for but, we are not expecting but anything. But that's not from what him. I'm saying. But, I'm not saying that. What is the percentage chance he's a factor on the team this year? This I, year, I will say, I will, I will say this. Yeah. Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Mobley, were there cheering this kid on. I will say that. that but I, I, sitting on the, the, sitting the point on the, is, sitting he got the, mad because I was like, who nah, cares nah, about I, him? I, I, Let's get to the other guys. Here. My point is, he's a not, in my opinion, he'll, he's going to be he's, that's most likely. He, to be a non-factor this a, year. He's that, a, that's he's, fine. He's, he's a product, that's all I'm saying. He's a product of the hype machine. Max Struess and Niang. Those guys are going to be factors that, this year. What I'm trying to show. We've spent the whole time with Fred talking hold, about this guy who's hold, not even going to play. All I'm saying is this, man. All I'm saying is yeah. when you're the Cleveland Cavaliers, you have to have more than one way to make your team better. Agreed. The draft is one way, Struess in the angle one way, and getting the guys better. But, if you're going G. to run, if you're going to run it Go back, if you're just going to run it back, but, you've got to be able to talk about the nuances that agreed. are going to get better. But we've had bread for 20 minutes, and <laughs> we spent zero time on the guys who they actually expect to help them get $65 million dollars to. Let's, let's That's all, what I'm let's, saying. Let's let's what did you let's think about those, those two big additions? What well, I, I think they obviously they needed a whole bunch of shooting. So, again, uh, we're not going to break the bank out here in paying people, right? So they are able to pick up Strews and Yang. Yang. From Philly, right? Again, they're on the make good too, right? See, because some will say, Struess, you only got off because you was in Miami. Yep. Now, you, now, now you're on the radar. <coughs> it's different, Jace. You know it's different when they got the scout report on you now. Sure. Oh, it's you. you. Oh, it's you. But I'm waiting for you. Yeah, so, right, right, right. So now he got to answer that bell, right? But what I like about him, he had to come from a hard way up, right? So he should not have. I hope he don't get bloated by this money, right? And so if he does, the shooting that we need, there it goes again. The Cavaliers' fortune is not resting on Struess or Niang. Correct. <laughs> it's on those power four. Correct. It's really right. the power three, right? That's those guys didn't play well enough. That's when it where it, because yeah. here, they know that. They know that. 
them dudes who are on the sideline, they're not, they not going to save you. They might help you, but they're not going to save you. Not me. Monty Banks is going to save you. If, 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 if Darius Garland um, and, 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 and Donovan Mitchell don't perform at a high level, at a super clip, right? Because now the league, the Eastern Conference is that much tougher now. If you don't perform at a high clip and not a high regular season clip. Right. Because there's a difference. You saw yeah. that. Now, Donovan Mitchell went backwards. In right, the playoffs. right, right. Yeah. You know what you need from Struess in the playoffs? You need someone to guard him. That's what you yeah. need. Yeah. Because we didn't have it. That's I, exactly I told it. You, I said, who did I say bring in before? Come Carmelo Anthony! <laughs> Carmelo Anthony! Jason said he was walking off the stage. No. And Carmelo came up. Yes! He's out of here! Goodbye, Jason! Goodbye, Jason! Goodbye! Goodbye, Jason! Goodbye, Jason! Goodbye, Jason! Look, hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on. Right, look, 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 look! More time for me! <laughs> Said before the show, if Carmelo Anthony comes up, I'm hey, out of here. Yeah. Now, now, here's the crazy thing. I wasn't even going to say, now, you know, that's the car. Well, here, so, Jay, you said this. Was I wrong? No. They need somebody. <laughs> no, 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 no. Was I wrong? Well, I don't know. I don't know that Carmelo can you, play where were we? Where were we soft? They, they need a what, shooter. What, what, what did we have? We had nothing. Because you didn't have a threat at the three. That's right. Right. So was I wrong? At least you got to defend. Straight. I don't think I'm wrong. <laughs> and, and, and if and listen, I'll tell you what. Look, I like. If, 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 I'm looking at this thing from a totality standpoint. Yeah. You got Struce and Yang. The they fill roles that you needed. You needed shooters. You needed somebody. Isaac Okoro can be a guy that's a defender off the bench. Right. Energy, right? Now you got guys slotting and filling roles. I got Karis LeVert, who's a six man that could give me 50 off the bench. I got him now. Now we slotted to do some things where now you're looking at these little pieces and parts. You hope Darius Garland gets better. Yeah. You hope Donovan Mitchell gets better. Better. You got guys in the G League like Barrel. You got guys in the G League like Imani Banks. You think I don't? I, I didn't know if Isaiah Mobley could play, but it looked like Isaiah Mobley wasn't just a throw-in because right. of his brother. Right. Right. So now it looks like they have but something. But gee, I just disagree that they could prove that in the summer league. No, no, I don't no. think anything in the summer league yeah. they do matter. I mean, you, you, you see some flashes. You, you won't know till yeah. you get to the race. But, 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 but what I say is this, right? Here, and here's the thing. And, and you know, first you got to understand what market you're in, right? So this is not a market flush with cash. Right? So you got to be strategic. The cash try to be strategic here. And I will just say this to you know, and I'll say for Jason, anybody else. I have assets that that will bring me back a wealth of things if I want to unload them, right? Mm-hmm. You tell me somebody won't give me much for Donald Donald Mitchell. Yep. You think people won't give me much for Darius Garden? Yeah, you think something. people won't give me much for Isaiah Mobley if I ever had to break up off of it? Evan, Evan Mobley. Evan, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, I, yeah, 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 Evan yeah. Mobley. Well, if I yeah. ever had to break off of it. Right. So there's no time to panic. We're trying to plug holes here. Yeah. Right. Right. See, last year I think we were fooling ourselves to the fact that we thought we had more than we had. Right. right? And you didn't when you got down to to the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. You didn't have it. Right, and, 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 the, and, and then I'm, the other thing the, is the other thing. Yeah. Your, your primary players, they have to perform like primary players. That's right. That's right. They, which they didn't when it mattered. Which they did, and that's why Brad, the, the Cavs are in a weird spot because the regular season next year really is meaningless. It doesn't matter. They could win fifty-eight games. I don't care. Right. What are you going to do in the playoffs when it matters? Right. You think Boston got better or worse with that that trade they made with Marcus Smart? Get rid well, of him. They were in a tough position because they had to make a move, right? I don't think Porzingis is going to be the, the answer, the end all, to be all right, here. Yeah. Their problem is between Brown and Tatum, right? That's the problem, right? Because you you can't tell who's the one, who's the one A, right? You can't tell, yeah. right? And then I'm not sure that either one of them have the. They're both talented players. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure they have the 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 the. the Ability to be the lead dog, dog, right? Mm-hmm. See, because we got down to the degree, there was a lead dog leading you down the stretch, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Every day, it was that same. Jimmy Butler was that guy until he ran out of gas. Yeah, no. and they got hurt, and they needed another one. All right, right. let's bring Jason back in. We're gonna do come on one. back in. Let's do the top five list, right. Mike. Got, got well, a, we do top five. I got a Carmelo uh, candy oh, no. bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone in the chat said Brad's gonna name his next grandkid Mellow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that comment. Brad no, doesn't get to first. pick the grandkids' names, mm. does he? 
Listen, huh? Do you pick the grandkids' names? No, no. You don't no. have any grandkids. Yet, I got, yeah, I got a grandson. Oh, yeah. How did yeah. I not know that? Yeah. Your bed friend. Yeah. So I, I, I tell you, it's always about you know, you're just trying to get better. Yeah. Now I saw some teams out in L.A. I mean, in Vegas, they summer league team was I don't know who these dudes were. Mm. I like. That's most of them. Yeah, Mike, what like, do we got before the top five list? Before the top five, with Brad coming back, I want to make Brad Kane a land for a day. Oh yeah, right. So Brad, I asked you, and we made a graphic for it, to be Kane the land, which means you can oh, change yeah. any rule in sports to your favor. Oh yeah. How you think you could improve said sport, and you decided to tweak a little bit of the NBA, the sport you know better than anyone. Right. So Brad, if you were Kane the land for a day. How would you fix basketball? Well, I, I kind of went back to how it used to be when I was younger. Remember when they used to have three for two for free throws? <laughs> you get three oh, shots to make two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a bunch of a bunch of magic. That was in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't remember that. Three, I don't remember that. Yeah, three for, that? three for two in the eighties. Yeah, three for wow. eight, three for two. So I, I tweaked it a little bit. So the three point line here, everybody's so shooting deep now. Yeah. I said move the three point line back back. Foot and a half. Would you have to make the court bigger too? Yeah, you gonna have to a little bit. Nah, would uh, you get rid of the corner three? You, that, that's that that is the problem. The corner three is really what shut out. It's gonna come from the arc, right? Mm -hmm. Now you do that because they they shooting longer and deeper. But I like this. When you get a blowout here, right? Fifteen points or more at any duration of the game, that three point line now becomes a four point line. We're going we're gonna to chop this down, Ooh, right? That's kind of right. crazy. And then you get to the last five minutes of a game, and it reverses to totally a four-point line. So you could play yourself back in the game. You could be down 15, yeah. three, three threes, get three, three fours to get you back there. You'd be knocking on the door again, right? That's crazy. And I learned, I kind of picked up from, a, from the thinking of the G League, because the G League goes to overtime. They don't play minutes. So first to something. They first to the point number. They said the point differential. They lay it out there. The so ending. Yep. That and I, when I saw it, I thought it was crazy at first. I was like, "That's actually pretty slick." Because I ain't gonna be here all day. It's like playing a game of twenty-one, right? Right. I'm gonna put you out your misery and, and early. What we used to play? Watch out of left. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like horse. It's like horse. I'm gonna throw you out right. the game, right? And so, but think about that, Jay. You're down fifteen. So you're down about a number of points in the fourth quarter. The three-point line becomes a four-point line. The way guys are shooting the ball now, that'd be crazy. People now you could <laughs> now when you out there drafting, yeah, I'm gonna find me a long-range person that can. How about if they put just put a four-point line out there, like maybe it's half court. Nah, because I, I don't, don't want it to turn to no sideshow horse game, freak game fest, horse. right? That's what it would. That's what it would do. You saw no, no. Adam, you saw it in the All Star game when they were shooting them crazy shots in the All Star game. Yeah, like yeah, this right. is a bunch of mess, yeah. right? You have to target it. Say, okay, it comes into play here, yeah. right? Here's the deal. And then uh, the other thing that would be nice, Jason, is this: if they ever went to a point differential, like they do in uh, in Europe, so. Point differential because that's the separator on in 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 the playoff position, the Euroleague mm -hmm. rankings. What's your point differential? Uh, I follow you now. I right. was following you, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought you meant I, in game. That means that standing. keeps the games because instead of me winning by three and dribbling the clock out, I put some more points on that board. That'll have the boys betting in Vegas too. That throw all their little money off because. <laughs> so you so you would have to get to a point. Like you have to get to a certain point. No, no, so no, no. standings. Yeah. Points for points oh, against. Yeah, right. so, oh, so you got to keep piling. Yeah, right. You got to oh, keep piling. Oh, okay, it on. I see what you're saying. That would lead to running up scores. It would be oh, exciting though. Other thing it would do is stop yeah. you from resting everybody That's in the right. fourth quarter. That's true. <laughs> uh, Mike, speak, are you able to play that clip or no? You want to play it now or you want to play it at the end of the show? Well, no, I just want to play it now because Brad talked about rule changes. I we can play it. I, I sent this to you to the guys yesterday. Steve, this take is a cool rule. So there's a minor league. Before you play it, there's a minor league baseball. Uh, can you hold it for a second? Or no? There you go. Watch this. Okay. So this guy flies out, and you, well, it's a foul ball, but the game's over. Why? Because a fan caught the ball. So this is the Savannah oh, Fanatics. This is awesome. The I Savannah love that. Savannah Fanatics who were in Akron last week. They're basically the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball, right? But their games count in the standings, but it's minor leagues. When they're at home, if a fan catches a fly ball, it's an out. So this fan, the kid in the red shirt there, caught the foul ball, and the players were jumping up. They brought him on the field and they celebrated. <laughs> he made the last out End of the, of the game. game. End of the game. How awesome is that? Can we do that? 
Like Isn't that fantastic? That's, that is great. Can we do that that's in Major League Baseball? That's great. <laughs> can, you, can you understand that how great awesome? that would be? That would be great. Now, can the bananas make outs that way or just the road team? I No, I, it's everybody. It's when everybody. They, when Tyler – no, Zach Frangolio, who's their creative director, came yeah. on two weeks ago. You know, we talked about these rules and who they play. And it's – these guys are all legit baseball players. They oh, play I know legitimate yeah. baseball players. And when they implement these rules, wow. yeah. it is not just to help the bananas. It is to – it's rules that both teams abide by for right, the right. entire That's, game. I mean, do you game. scream at the home fans if they – Yeah, but the home fans are not going to try to catch Oh, yes, they will. Can, yes, they can, will. Can you imagine – can you imagine if somebody catches a, a fly ball in the stands? It's an out. And, and it's an out. And it's the team. end of the World Series, for, and the end of the drop for the <laughs> Guardians. What was that, 12-year-old Jeffrey yeah, Mayer in Baltimore? Yeah, right, right, oh, in New York. Oh, my God. People will fall out of that. That is, that is the greatest rule I've ever heard in my Isn't life. Isn't it awesome? I yeah. saw that. Was, yeah. Now, their games count. They're, those players are not affiliated, though, right? With a, Savannah Bananas players are not affiliated. Yeah, they're to independent, but they, they are, play in the affiliated double-A. No? I I don't or, think they play real minor league teams. Okay. I think they play like yeah, they did. They played against Akron. Well, that would have been an exhibition. Yeah, I don't think it counts in the standings. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, barnstormers. Speaking of barnstormers, it's awesome. Being barnstormers, how about the league NBA going to the end season tournament? Yeah, what are you? What is the point? I was asking Jason. What uh, the Five hundred thousand dollars for the winning player. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, go ahead. I, 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 I'm still trying to get my head around. I'm trying to come. I'm standing. I'm standing your baggage claim. I see them advertising end season tournament. You know what to me would be better. It would at least have, like he, Jason mentions that that Adam Silver loves soccer. Well, in soccer, it's different teams from different leagues playing each other in these in-season tournaments. It's not the same exact teams playing the same exact teams, and there's no other league that's equivalent to the NBA, so you couldn't do that. But if you're going to have an in-season tournament, like make it all the players from a certain school are on one team, or find a way to switch it up. Otherwise, it's I, just, I, I do you know what the point no of this difference. is? I know what the end game is. What's the end game? I know. What, oh, you go, Jason. All you, go all you. The end game is to make enough money off this to offset the revenue to reduce the number of games in the regular season. That's yes. the end game. Yes. So you can reduce the season from 82 to 72 or 65 or whatever yeah. and make up that revenue with this in-season tournament. Okay, can, can, I, can, I, can I say something? I'm glad you said that because that came up at the Player Association meeting, right? Retired Player Association meeting. You know, the one thing, one thing that was, one of, was a common denominator in their pet peeve from the older guys? Did I tell you I saw Michael Ray Richardson? No. I, play, I, I played with Michael Ray Richardson in France. I said, I saw some people, right? They were like this. They didn't like nobody sitting out a game, right? And they said, and stop telling me you can't play 82 games. Yeah. That stop was. telling me that. The right. teams here's, are wanting them to do it. Here's what, yeah, a lot of the yeah. teams want to reduce the the yeah. games. But here's my problem. That's only because people are crying about. But if but the if you games. reduce it from 82 to 72, they're still going to sit 10 games. Right. Nope. it doesn't matter. It don't now, matter. Now that's, what, that's what we were saying, Jason. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. Stop yeah. saying you right. can't play. Easy. By the way, you can play. About going down to 154 in baseball when they when they expand to 32 teams. Yeah. And drastically realign. Now it's going to change records. That'll change records. Yeah, the records now are irrelevant. Silver's talking about going to two teams here. Two expansion teams here. Oh, they will. Yeah, thirty-two. They will. Yeah. Seattle's going to get Seattle. A team back. Well, Seattle's been politics for years, and probably Vegas. In Vegas. I, now, yeah. I, don't, I don't. I just don't under. Well, I get the money factor, but it's how about the money? How was that going to look at it? Like the tournament, and what are people like? Well, I'm using oh, this like yeah. an off-tour break. I ain't playing my dudes in no tournament. But they're the most of them are regular season games. So there's only one game apparently. Only right? only the championship counts as a non-regular season game. Right. Well, it's stupid to me, but and anyway. it, it's. I don't see the grand benefit, but there's two yeah. good things about it. One, when the semifinals and finals are played, it is the week after the college football season ends. It right. is Army-Navy week. There's nothing going on that night. So it gives the NBA a chance to be the center of the sports world's attention outside of the NFL out. for one weekend before their Christmas Day, which is when really the NBA season kind of picks up momentum. And then two, yeah. it's going to give us a chance as a, just a casual basketball fan to watch some of the guys who you don't get to see that often on national TV play for something like OKC, for example, a team that probably won't win the NBA title this year, but they may have a chance because they'll take this a little more seriously win the NBA Cup and getting to see Chet Holmgren or SGA or somebody yeah, like yeah. that. But Mikey, you, you're never going to this is never I'm waiting to see. So I'm not going to poo poo it, right? I'm going to wait to see how it goes. But this is never going to be the FA Cup 
in the Premier right, League. Right. And yeah, so I agree. It's not going to be that, right? Exactly. The, the FA Cup means something, right? So, right, because there's other <laughs> leagues in Europe. The leagues are somewhat equivalent to top teams. There's no, so, I don't know. So here's how you want to make it relevant. Yeah. Whoever won that tournament automatically go to the playoffs. So Bill Simmons on his podcast threw out two ideas yeah. to make yeah. this have yeah. a little more meaning. One was you get the 15th pick in the draft. On top of whatever pick you already had, you get the first pick out of the lottery. Even if you win the NBA title that year. players don't care about that. But it gives the incentive to team. Or... No, I don't think it does because I don't think the players would be well, incentivized. They pay them five hundred thousand. I said that's all you get. And then secondly, Mike, the players don't care about draft picks. That money but once again, this is only one extra game. The other one's a regular no, 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 no. season game. Bill Simmons is coming with the idea to incentivize yeah. the players to be interested, right? What does that mean? Well, you incentivize the coaches to then say, "Hey, we're going to okay." I mean, try. I, and then secondly, having the fifteenth pick doesn't incentivize the players. But secondly, cut off five million dollars from your luxury tax bill, so you could essentially. Pay an extra guy. Again, those are not things that players would care well, about. You're never going to incentivize the players. It's incentivizing think, a team to go out and do something. I think you would have to. You, if you said, if you wanted it with teeth, if you win this tournament, it's yeah. automatic bid. Right. That would incentivize players. Can I tell you who was uh, adamant against people sitting out? Who? Derek Coleman and Antoine Carr. Adamant. Antoine Carr used to play for the Cavs, too. No, no, no. Antoine no, Carr. Uh, uh, what's his name? What's his Antoine name? Antoine Jameson. That was what's Austin the other car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Austin they were adamant. Cause the guys feel like 82 games is not a lot of games, right? Right? Yeah. Why is everybody sitting out these games? They can't understand it. Yeah. Teams are doing sleep studies now on travel and wear and tear and all <laughs> that and when they're running in the red. And, and But here's – I've said this before on the show. If you want to cut down on the wear and tear, when you go to Charlotte, you stay in Charlotte. You play both your games in Charlotte, and then you move on. Then right. you go to Milwaukee. You play two in Milwaukee, right. and then you move on. It would drastically I, reduce the travel of the season. The pushback I've gotten is it's hard for business sales side, ticket sales side, to sell that second game. They do it occasionally. Yeah. I think they need to make it more often. They, I, they I need know. to become the and standard. The benefit to that would be... The, you'd at least get to see the stars play in one of those two. At games. least one time you yeah. right. see, see them play. And you drastically, drastically reduce the oh, travel. Oh, it'd be huge. Honestly. All right, we got to leave it there because we got to get this top five list in before the top of the hour. So We do. Right. We have a special top five list today because Brad is in. Uh-oh. And it's been a while since Brad's been on. So oh, we wow. did the ultimate five things that Brad Sellers has been doing well, since well, his last appearance well, on UCSS. Let me know. Brad, let us know if this is true. This is me, Earl okay, Anthony, yeah. speculating, but okay. I know some of these are definitely true. Let's see. Number five on the list of things Brad's been doing since his last appearance on UCSS. Take it, Steve. Being tall as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that's changed. <laughs> that's still true. Pretty that's good. still true. That's pretty good. <laughs> that will not change. Brad, no. did you see Wemby out in uh, Vegas? No, I was mad because when I got out there, he played on that Sunday. And gave him the business. I mean, he gave them the business. That's when he And then Santa's home was like, he's done. Yeah, right. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. Do you get, real quick, before we get to the next one. Yeah. Wemby, who's listed at 7'4", some people say he's even taller. For you as a 7-footer, when you see someone who's 4 inches is pretty, pretty, pretty tall. Pretty tall. Yeah. Do you look at, like, holy crap, like. Nah, I don't look at him like that. I just like he's taller. It's got to be weird, Brad. Like, you just you don't see many people taller than you. anybody taller than you. Nah, you know what? It's a rarity, but yeah. I, I, here Shaq. I can. Uh, Shaq's only an inch taller, but yeah. bigger. Mm -hmm. Samson was there. Uh, yeah. Samson. What are Mark you? Officially, what are uh, you? Seven foot. Seven foot. Wasn't Mark uh, Eaton like seven three? Like seven, seven, four? seven three. Yeah. Uh, Artist Gilmore, when I played Artist, he was yeah. seven two. Scott Bradley. Uh, Oh, Scott Brad, seven yeah. six. Well, then you got the new bowl, of course. New bowl. Do y'all say Mark Eaton? They yeah, said Mark Eaton. Yeah. Uh, well, you got Bradley and Murasan and Murasan. Murasan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, my man from China. Um, oh, Yao Ming. Yao Ming. Yao Ming. Yeah. Yao Ming. Yeah. It's just gotta be weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's a it's a it's a rarity, time, but you yeah. know what? You know I like Mikey. It take all the focus off me. Go see him. <laughs> Go see that guy. Over there. That's a tall guy. Over there. <laughs> you know, he, yeah, all the attention was on Wemby, and in yeah. that second game, he did some things that 
I just don't. It was freakish. Mike, it was when, freakish. When he tipped the ball to himself and, and then, then dunked it back. Freakish. <laughs> how the hell does this? That was corny. I like that. Laws of physics. That was too. I'm like, this is but, corny. This is unbelievable. You but, can't do that. But I'm gonna tell by, you what. By the way, tomorrow on the Behind the Scenes podcast, special guest G. Bush joins Earl to decide. Why Imani Bates is going to be better than Wemby? <laughs> it's called behind the glass. I ain't crazy. Steve asked. Oh, behind Steve, the glass. Steve Becker me. asked us yesterday. Get him together. The Duke of Knee Jerk is the Duke of Knee Jerk, but I'm not the king of crazy. <laughs> Steve, Steve no. Becker texted us yesterday and said, "Keep cut trade." What's Aaron number four, Donald, my friend? Shohei Otani or Imani Bates? <laughs> Uh, number four, this is an Earl suggestion. Come on, Things Earl. we think Brad's been doing since his last show. See, Earl. Earl thinks you've been standing over the grill hitting the barbecue. The barbecue oh, yeah. No, no, no question. No question. I, you know, grill master. Get it done. Have some things. He don't be – Brad particular, he don't – I feel like you got you got a specific type of dog that you do. You don't do no – Regular type dogs. Nah, we doing there. we doing Italian sausage. <laughs> yes, Number one in this is easy to help you guys. Didn't drop the ball. Italian sausage. There's a couple no, my, slam My dogs. number one's a good one. There's a couple slam. All right, yeah. all, right. all right. Number three. This is the Anthony suggestion on the list. He thinks you're out here buying a boat, Brad. Oh no, buddy. I ride on Jays. That's free. I ain't buying nothing. Jay, pull. I tell Jay, pull up. Hey, hey, I ain't listen. Jay's gonna start charging twenty for that gas here in a second. I'm cool. Hey, listen, I'm with you. I ain't. I can't do it. Pull up with Jay. All right, number two, my personal favorite. What I think Brad's been doing since his last UCSS appearance. I think Brad's been telling MJ stories to random people. Who oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Look at him. So, bring that back. Look how you on that man's shoulder. That's a good one. <laughs> I never saw that before. I, I said, Can I said, we see that again? Can we see that picture? Bring that back. <laughs> bring that all the way back. back. I was trying to figure out how to bring, bring, bring that back. We just, <laughs> we just beat your ass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that was, That's that, that look. That was in the Coliseum. <laughs> that, that, that looks like. That was right after we went down. Brad is so young. You're like, yeah. We just hit that shot. Yeah, we going to the club. No, we get on the bus, go back to the <laughs> All right, number, number one. And Brad, this you better is get this serious, one right. This, this, this is, one better be right. I bet you I got it right. Okay. The number one thing Brad's been doing since his last UCSS drum appearance. Roll. Drum roll. Steve, take it. He's been watching Cheyenne absolutely kill it with Team USA, taking home the gold medal. In the hey, hey. Brad, did I nail it? Yeah, you got that right. I've been all over that. <laughs> did you see? Now, is the I've gold medal over. really the gold medal? Like, did, did, is, is that really thing? I haven't seen it yet. You ain't seen it yet? <laughs> oh, that's fine. She, she got it. Took, you know how long it took to fly to China? They did a... If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 13-hour flight from uh, Miami to Beijing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then it was an eight-hour layover. Oh, my goodness. Then an eight-hour flight. Wow. Wow. Yeah. uh, To the spot. No, no. It was a uh, 13-hour flight to Qatar. Mm -hmm. To to Qatar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To Qatar. Eight-hour layover. Then an eight-hour flight into Beijing. And then, hold on. A five-hour bus ride. <laughs> oh, my God. And they were playing. I was, they were playing. It was 109. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and, and, and they had to sit there and go through customs twice. Yeah, yeah I just, I, You might got some still. Yeah, yeah. By the way, like, number three should have been, you know, increasing membership in the Carmelo Anthony fan club. Yeah, no question. Got to well, he's, a, he's an yeah, R- I, he's, I didn't include everybody. A, no, yeah. Carmelo's in the RPA now, the Retired Players Association. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. By the way, yesterday in, in Death Valley, California, they recorded the hottest temperature in the history of the earth. Did you know that? I did not. 130 degrees. I'm going to tell Ooh. you what. The west side of this country got a problem. Southwest and the west side got a problem. See, because the heat is off the chain. The, the, the water is going to be drying up. I'm going to tell you, they're going to be flooding back to the Midwest here. Hey. Hold on to your property here, right? 
<laughs> I was in Vegas a couple years ago for summer league. It was 119 degrees. Yeah, that's this the is, hottest. This, this, ever this, been. This, listen, I didn't want to go outside. I know, but, but actually, went, I didn't think this, this one. But this but one wasn't as bad. Then they went golfing. But we're crazy because we create we crazy liberals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with global warming, what? Uh, I guess I'm just God stay, wants it. All right, Mike. What do you what do you got? I want to tease overtime because this is something we're going to talk about and we're going to come back to next week. But Netflix dropped the new series called Quarterback. Yeah, really good. And if you guys haven't seen it yet, it's essentially docu-series crews following around yeah. the lives of Patrick Mahomes and his family, Kirk Cousins and his family, and Marcus Mariota and his family for the entirety of the 2022 season. In overtime, we're going to talk about which Cleveland athlete we'd want to see most be mic'd up for an entire season. And then next yeah. week – when we all get a chance to go through and watch it, right. we're going to do a series review, no spoilers or anything yeah. until then, but next week. So that's coming up. In I've overtime. only watched the first half hour of the first episode, but it was extremely well done. Crazy. They take out all the cheese ball four storylines from Hard Knocks. <laughs> yeah, shout, out, shout out to my man, Deshaun Watson. I saw him at the grocery store about a week ago. Okay. Yeah, what was he buying? Uh, they was getting ready for the uh, 4th of July holiday. You just salute. He give you give it. Did you give him the OG talk, or look, did you look, just look, you just look, let him get look, his look, They was out there mingling with the regular folk. You okay. know what I'm saying? Just doing, okay. just blending on in. I was like, glad. I you, see. Glad you came out the house. By yeah. the way, I yeah. see. Yeah. You give me groceries now yeah, this year. Come on now. Come <laughs> I see now. Big Z at this at the, the supermarket. One of the supermarkets I go to once a month. Jared Allen I be at Lowe's all the time. Jared Allen, going alone. Of course his, he does. You'd be working on your own house, Jared. Of course then he does. You would do that. You we'll just see you on all time. Thanks to Brad for coming in studio. See you guys. Next time we've seen him in a while. Coming, it's all coming up next on Overtime, right here, Ultimately Cleveland. See ya. That clock is wrong. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.